Hello, everyone, and welcome to Third Eye with Lorelai. I'm your host, Lorelai, where we talk all things metaphysics. It's just another one of those weekends where I have brought forth all the amazing things to tell you, and some of you are laughing at me right now, which is fine because I'm kind of a weirdo like that. I can't help myself because I get weird. That's my thing. That's why you're listening to me, right? Because I'm a weirdo. Anyway, maybe I'm going to start over. <laughs> God. I crack myself up. At least I know I can make myself laugh a little bit when I sit here talking to myself on my own show. It's really interesting. This is why I like talking to people. I wonder if this is why people go crazy because they sit there and talk to themselves. Anyway. Welcome back to another episode of Third Eye with Lorelai. I am your host, Lorelai, and I am back on another weekend to talk to you about amazing things that I have been reading and researching and all the things that you love to hear about. And this week is no different. So I actually, the crystal that I found this week, I actually found at my local crystal shop and I was just like, oh. Oh my God, because I was dropping off something and um, what the owner, Bianca, had set out all these beautiful new crystal babies. And I, of course, had to look at all of them, or at least all the ones that were at the checkout stand, because if I really let myself go ham, I will buy all the things. And then, you know, then I don't have any monies left because that's a real problem. Anyway, um, I saw at the front counter that they had this little green gem, which I thought was like, ooh, is that Moldavite? What is it? What is this right here? I was so excited. And actually, and when I asked her about it, it was prenite. Prenite? Prenite. Prenite. Anyway, P-R-E-H-N-I-T-E. And I was immediately drawn to it and thought to myself, oh, I got to find out all about the things with this crystal baby because, oh boy, is she pretty. So anyway, we're going to talk about prenite now, especially since I'm wearing it on my finger. Yes, I got a ring and I love it. And this is all about prenite. So it it's kind of that green color that you see with Moldavite, which made me think, oop, is that Moldavite? And it's kind of yellow and it can come in white and brown also. Um, oh yes, and I'm also getting this information from my Crystal Bible book by Judy Hall. And she says that it usually appears in like with bubbles on it that's like on a matrix and it's small and it's usually in like medium sized pieces. You don't usually get large pieces of this crystal. It's pretty easily obtained from specialist stores and it's sourced out of South Africa. So attributes of prenite. Serene prenite is a stone of unconditional love and the crystal to heal the healer. It enhances the visualization process and induces deep meditation in which the higher self is contacted. When meditating with this crystal, you are put in touch with the universe's energy grid. It is said to connect to the Archangel Raphael and to other spiritual extraterrestrial beings. 
Carnite enhances precognition and inner knowing. It is a stone that enables you always to be prepared, no matter what. Attuning to divine energies, prenite enhances prophecy and shows you the way forward for your spiritual growth. This crystal seals the auric field in a protective shield of divine energy. It is a useful stone for gridding as it calms the environment and brings peace and protection. It is an excellent stone for placing in the garden, and prenite helps you to make your home into a healing sanctuary for yourself. This stone teaches how to be in harmony with nature and the elemental forces, revitalizing and renewing your surroundings. A good feng shui stone, prenite is helpful for decluttering, helping you let go of possessions you no longer need and to organize what you keep in an appropriate way. It aids those who hoard possessions or love because of an inner lack. This may well come from past life experiences of deprivation and poverty or lack of love. With Prenite's assistance, trust in the universe is restored and the soul once again believes in divine manifestation. Psychologically, Prenite alleviates nightmares, phobias, and deep fears, uncovering and healing the dis-ease that creates them. It is beneficial for hyperactive children and the karmic causes that underlie the condition. For healing, prenite is useful for diagnosis, going to the root cause. It is healing for the kidneys and bladder, thymus gland, shoulders, chest, and lungs. It treats gout and blood disorders, repairs the connective tissues in the body, and can stabilize malignancy. For positioning you in a place or hold as appropriate, for prophecy, visualization, and guidance, place on the third eye. Okay, so that's Pranite, you guys. So go pick yourself up some because it literally, it just feels so good. I mean, this how it, this is how it felt to me anyway. Granted, every single person is different with their spiritual needs, their energetic needs, even their physical needs. And when you hold crystals, it can feel different in your body, right? So for me, picking up the stone, it felt so good. It felt like I was getting a hug from an old friend. I was just being embraced warmly. It was just fabulous. So yeah, I own it now because it's balls and I loves it. So <laughs> anyway, that, that is, that was my little adventure with Prenite. And now you know all about it too. So go pick up some, let me know what you think. And also don't forget to like, and subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't done that already, what is the deal? Why haven't you done that yet? You should absolutely do that. Go do it right now. I will wait. Just kidding. I'm not really going to wait, but seriously, go do it. That would be fabulous. Anyway, so moving along to the quote of the week. Now, I told you guys, um, not in this last two weeks, but the weeks before, I had been reading this book called uh, The Untethered Soul, The Journey Beyond Yourself by Michael A. Singer. And it is literally such an inspiring book to read. If you need something to read that's super good with your spiritual growth, this is something to absolutely pick up and it'll help you really stimulate some of your thought processes behind your spiritual growth and what to do next. So I picked this book to use the quote of the week and this is from his chapter on the lucid self and this is right at the end of it and he says one of these great saints rama maharshi used to ask who am i we see now that this is a very deep question ask it ceaselessly 
constantly. Ask it and you will notice that you are the answer. There is no intellectual answer. You are the answer. Be the answer and everything will change. Okay. So there it is. And you guys, I'm not even 10 minutes in. Do you see how I'm trying to like move on through with these podcast episodes? So that way you can get through your day, you get your daily dose of amazingness, or really weekly dose of amazingness of metaphysical third eye with Lorelei deliciousness. And then you get to have the rest of your week vibing just a little bit higher, right? But I want to give you like some some goodness that's like an abitable form. If you like the hour-long episodes, please let me know. I mean, obviously I've done a couple of them and it's fine, but like, you know, if you if you like if I just want to know what you guys like. So just let me know what you what you think of all the things. So anyway, the topic of the week today is all about your infinite energy. Now some of you might be going mm-hmm. What 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 that what is the what is that? So that infinite energy. Now I'm getting all of this information from the same book that I got the quote from, The Untethered Soul, The Journey Beyond Yourself by Michael A. Singer. And this particular chapter really piqued my interest and engaged a lot of with a lot of things within me because I feel like we are always looking to find energy in different places and we oftentimes forget that we are the source of energy because we are created from a divine source. We have this within ourselves. And there are some really great examples of our own infinite energy in just this one chapter that he talks about. So one of, this, one of the things that he said here is consciousness is one of the great mysteries in life. Inner energy is another. It's actually a shame how little attention the Western world pays to the laws of inner energy. We study the energy outside and give great value to energy resources, but we ignore the energy within. People go about their lives thinking, feeling, and acting without the understanding of what makes these activities take place. The truth is, Every movement of your body, every emotion you have, and every thought that passes through your mind is an expenditure of energy. Just as everything that happens outside in the physical world requires energy, everything that happens inside requires an expenditure of energy. So, oh yes, so another thing that's really interesting. For example, if you concentrate on a thought and another thought interferes, you will have to assert an opposing force to fight the interfering thought. That requires energy and it can wear you out. Likewise, if you have a thought that you're trying to hold in your mind, but it keeps drifting off, you have to willfully concentrate to bring it back. When you do this, you're actually sending more energy to the thought in order to hold it in a given place. You also assert energy to deal with your emotions. If you have an emotion that you don't like and it's interfering with what you're doing, you just push it aside. You do this almost instinctively so that the unwanted emotion doesn't come up and disturb you. Every one of these acts is an expenditure of energy. So I thought that that was really, really interesting because I feel like for the most part, when you have when you have these these thoughts and these feelings and everything you do you really do try so hard to create 
this this life and this thing around you and to create this this world in front of you and a lot of times we we don't find it within ourselves first we we want to create all these things and we want to do all these things but we don't find it within ourselves first and since that's where our energy is coming from why not seek from the source which is within us to create what we most need right so at any rate I, I thought that this part was really interesting too. Creating thoughts, holding on to thoughts, and recalling thoughts, generating emotions, controlling emotions, and disciplining powerful inner drives all require a tremendous expenditure of energy. Where does all this energy come from? Why is the energy there sometimes? And at other times you feel completely drained. Have you ever noticed that when you are mentally and emotionally drained, food doesn't help that much? Conversely, if you look at the times in your life when you were in love or excited and inspired by something, you were so filled with energy that you didn't even want to eat. This energy we are discussing does not come from the calories your body burns from food. There's a source of energy you can draw upon from inside. It is distinct from the outer energy source. Now, I think there's a really great example with, with this. And what that is, is I think... I think most people have gone through this. So I will use this as an example. So let's say that you're in a relationship and your boyfriend or girlfriend breaks up with you and you are a mess. You are an absolute mess and you you can't eat, you can't sleep, you can't do the things that you used to do that you enjoyed. You find no enjoyment in it anymore because you're just so closed off you're just heavy like the gravity has shifted around you and you can't get yourself up off the floor and you really don't have any sort of wherewithal to do anything to take care of yourself to do anything now for some of you that seems like dude that's that's kind of a lot I don't really know <laughs> what kind of people you've been dating Lorelai but you know what there are people that have experienced that and that, you know, and then there are some that have experienced that only maybe not so drastic. But there are times when you just feel like in this instance, per se, when you've you've been in a relationship where you maybe you thought you were in love or whatever or you were for sure. And things fell apart and you just were so sad and you you experience this lack this lack of energy where you can't do anything literally it's just you can't even you just can't even anymore <laughs> and and let's just say that that person that you're still very much in love with calls you like i don't know a week or two later and it's like, I made the biggest mistake of my life. I love you so much. I want to get back together with you. When can I see you next? Please forgive me. I'm, I, I feel so terrible, la la la. And how quickly do things shift inside you? That didn't come from food. That didn't come from coffee. That didn't come from supplementation or water or exercise. That just came from you. That turn on a dime energy that just all of a sudden just sparks within you and you're just like, whoop, I am alive again. Like all of a sudden, here I am. It's almost like the big bang just burst within your chest and you're all of a sudden this 
animated person. And it's, it is so true that, that that's such a great example of infinite energy and where it actually resides within you. And, you know, that all that aside, that should be understood that you actually have the capacity to control the energy that you have in you that sits there that you can create. And the only reason you don't feel this energy all the time is because for some reason you block it. You block it by closing your heart, by closing your mind, and by pulling yourself into a restrictive space inside. This closes you off from all the energy. When you close your heart or your mind, you hide in the darkness within you. There's no light or energy. There's nothing really flowing. This energy is still there, but it can't, it can't get in. And that's what it means to be blocked. And that's why you have no energy when you're depressed. There's no centers within that channel your energy flow. When you close them, there's no energy. So when you open them, all of a sudden there is. All of a sudden there is this amazing burst of life and light. And although various energy centers exist within you, the one that you intuitively know the most about opening and closing is your heart. And let's say that you let's say that you actually do love somebody. I'm I'm sure that there is somebody in your life that you love that you can think of in your mind at this moment in time that you actually love them. And you feel very open in their presence because you trust them. You you allow your walls to dissolve and come down a little bit and you feel lots of high energy. But if they do something that that forces you to close that maybe you don't like that maybe shakes that foundation of trust the next time that you see them you don't feel so high you don't feel as much love instead you feel a tightness in your chest and this happens because you close your heart even if it's not all the way you've closed it just a little bit to where you actually feel that tightness I mean, it's amazing how just a little bit of closure like that can create physical pain in your body. If you, if you, if you take the time to notice and, and, and pay attention to those physical sensations that happens when situations like this occur. So the heart energy is an energy center and it can open or close. And yogis call this, call all of these centers. So all the centers that I've talked to from the very beginning are, I've been saying chakras, and apparently you can pronounce them chakras as well. So I don't know if I've been saying that wrong this whole time. So I really hope that didn't turn all of you off. If you've been like, stop saying chakras, Lorelai, you're saying it wrong. <laughs> but anyway, I'll, tr- I'll try and, and, and rephrase to chakras. So, but when you, when you close your heart center, energy can't flow in. And that makes sense, right? Because when you put up a dam in a river, it can't go anywhere, right? So it's the same type of thing when something happens to you and you create barriers, the energy can't get out at all. So when energy can't flow in, there's darkness. Depending upon how closed you are, you either feel tremendous disturbance or overwhelming lethargy. So oftentimes people fluctuate between these two states. If you find that you are 
that you or your loved one didn't do anything wrong or if they apologize to your satisfaction, your heart tends to start to ease and it starts to open up again and energy can begin to flow. So with this opening, you can get filled with energy and the love starts to flow once more, sort of like chipping away at the dam a little bit until finally it sort of breaks free and you have this open flow now again of energy. And so how many, how many times have you experienced these dynamics in your life? And have you, do you have like a wellspring of beautiful energy inside of you? Because you, you absolutely do. You, you absolutely have this within you. It's just accessing it and understanding that it's there. Because sometimes people just aren't aware of their own capacity and their own infinite energy. So when you're open, you feel it. When you are closed, you don't, right? Pretty simple concept, right? But it's so much harder to grasp <laughs> when you first learn about all of this. This flow of energy comes from the depths of your being. It's been called by many names. In ancient Chinese medicine, it's called qi. In yoga, it's called shakti. In the West, it's called spirit. So you call it basically anything that you want. The Christians probably call it the Holy Spirit, which is totally true, right? It's all the same sort of thing. It's all within you, this wellspring of beautiful divine energy. All the great spiritual traditions talk about your spiritual energy, and this just gives it different names. That spiritual energy is what you're experiencing when love rushes up into your heart. So that is what you're experiencing when you're enthused by something and all this high energy comes up inside you. So you should know about this energy because it's yours. It's your birthright and it's unlimited. That's right, you guys, it's unlimited. There's no cap unless you put it there. Do you guys hear me? There's the only cap that's there is ones that you put there, okay? You can call upon it at any time you want. It has nothing to do with age and they you, you can you can work for long hours for seven days a week it's just energy it's the same enthusiasm as an 80 year old person and it's the same as a child you can have the same amount it's all the same it's just within you and you have to access it regardless and energy doesn't get old it doesn't get tired and it doesn't need food what it needs is openness and receptivity this energy is equally available to everybody. The sun does not shine differently on different people. If you're good, it shines on you. If you did something bad, it shines on you. It's the same with the inner energy. The only difference is that with the inner energy, you have the ability to close up inside and block it. When you close, the energy stops flowing. When you open, all the energy rushes up inside you. True spiritual teachings are about this energy and how to open it. The only thing you have to know is that opening allows energy in and closing blocks it out. Now you have to decide whether or not you want this energy. Now, of course, after saying all this, you're like, well, yeah, duh, of course I want all the energy. But here's here's what I mean. So you, you want all the good energy, you know, you want the full experience of high energy love and enthusiasm all the time and then don't ever close you don't want to ever close to that but 
you also don't want to experience the negative energy. And that is where people get tripped up. They don't want to experience the heartache and pain. They don't experience some of the things. And unfortunately, when you're open, when you when you are you have the strength to be vulnerable. And yes, I did say when you have the strength to be vulnerable because most people don't understand that being vulnerable is not a weakness. And I've had a, I've had over 30 years of learning that lesson myself because I am constantly in that state of being open and being vulnerable and just trusting all the time and I get hurt. I get hurt a lot and it sucks. But at the same time, I have this openness where I can experience all of the good. And that's what I need to focus on and focus in on very acutely. So that way, when I do have those moments where I do experience some negative energy, I have all a whole wellspring of good that I can draw in on to filter out the bad. You learn your lessons, even if, you know, regardless of the scar tissue that comes with experiencing bad energy and having pain and having to learn hard lessons, it's the, it's, it is the good that you have to focus in on and rise above all the time with, you know what I mean? So in other words, you're going to encounter people all the time that do not have your best interest in mind that really just want to hurt and cause issues and those are the ones that are perpetually closed that have not actually lived in a a state where they break those karmic cycles they just keep playing out the same issues over and over again and they find pleasure in it and unfortunately it's it's you can't really be of assistance for anybody like that because they cannot help themselves and if you cannot help yourself then you cannot move forward that's just the plain and simple of it um and you know it's it's important to to see that and understand that and even if it does if you do get hurt by people like that know that your capacity for love won't change even if theirs is not gonna ever meet where you're at but the important thing is is to keep your vibrational level and your energy level high even though they tried to bring you down some so if you understand what i mean it's sort of like that turn the other cheek uh philosophy from the bible you know because a lot of people will say when they've been wronged or when they've been hurt they want like to get back. They're like, well, they don't deserve to be to have this or that or the other. And it's like, well, maybe that's true. But, you know, I still want to do the right thing always. And even if it's harder to be the person that says, you know, even though this person said this horrible thing to me because they wanted this, like, okay, well, here it is because we apparently need this and I'm going to walk away and I'm going to live my life and I'm going to be happy. Whereas even though they get what they want, even though they got it from, you know, a way of being really low vibe they're probably not going to change. But what is hopefully, hopefully going to change is the perspective of, man, they really like did not, they didn't try to like get back at me or, you know, think, uh, you know, talk about me in a bad way. They just kind of moved on and they just stayed themselves. And that's 
I feel like that's where we need to stay all the time is on this higher vibrational level and maintaining our infinite loving energy. So just keep opening and not closing. Wait until you see what happens to you. You can even affect the health of your body when your energy flow. If you start to feel the tendency of an illness coming on, you just relax and open. When you open, you bring more energy into the system and it can heal. Energy can heal and that's why love can heal. As you explore your inner energy, a whole world of discovery opens to you. The most important thing in life is your inner energy. If you're always tired and never enthused, then life obviously is no fun, right? But if you're always inspired and filled with energy, then every minute of every day is an exciting experience. Learn to work with these things through meditation, through awareness and willful efforts. You can learn to keep your centers open. You do this by just relaxing and releasing. You do this by not buying into the concept that there is anything worth closing over. So remember, if you love life, nothing is worth closing over. Nothing ever is worth closing your heart over. Okay, so that is pretty much the all I wanted to talk to you guys about. It's relatively simple. It seems relatively simple, I imagine, but this is probably one of the more harder things to do as somebody who's walking on a spiritual path who is discovering who they are in a spiritual sense and being empathic and understanding their emotions and their physical body and who they are in this life is that your wellspring of energy is sacred and your heart energy there should be no reason why you should ever close it to anything there is a reason for you to protect your energy, to maintain your energy and practice self-care, but you shouldn't ever have to close your heart because somebody was cruel, because somebody had foul intentions. That is their karmic cycle. And unfortunately, we get, we get hurt by some of those things, but closing your energy is never an answer for that. So just remember that even though we experience pain, we experience things that are undesirable, we also experience the most incredible things. We experience healing, we experience love and, and joy and peace and fulfillment and passion and all the things that makes, make us excited and enthusiastic about living. And those are the things that we need to remember always reside within us. So don't close your heart to anything. And that's pretty much it, you guys. So I hope that you liked this podcast episode. I hope that it brought you a little bit of love and light into this whole lifetime for you. Well, I mean, that's that's kind of big, but you know what I mean? Like, I hope it brings you a little bit of extra, extra oomph to your day at the very least. So anyway, I love you guys, and I hope that you loved this as I did, and I really look forward to talking at you again next week, and I hope to see you there anyway. So um, I hope you guys have a beautiful weekend and an even more wonderful and eventful week, and I really look forward to talking at you again very soon. Until then, love and light to you all. Let me turn up the sound on this just in case because it's looking like I'm a little quiet.
And I am not a quiet gal. No. Oh, that's better. Ooh, yes. <laughs> that's that's better. Okay. Anyway, back back to Pranite. Pranite. Oh my goodness, my three-year-old is just having a great time out there with her babysitter. It is just hilarious. Anyway, where does this all this energy come from? Let me try that again. If you find yourself interested in receiving an intuitive tarot reading, contact me at 3rdeyelorelei at gmail.com or you can message me on my Instagram at 3rd.eye.with.lorelei or on Facebook at Third Eye with Lorelei Podcast to set up a reading. I can do Zoom or we can meet in person as long as we are wearing those face masks and practicing social distancing just to be safe. As always, love and light to you all, and I look forward to reading you soon.